If you want to be a copywriter, be a copywriter. Just do it. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. everybody, it's David Allen and I'm back with another edition of the podcast and I'm excited today because we have really one of the best copywriters, period. But I think she stands out because she's female and you don't hear as much about these kind of people in the copywriting world as you should. And so one of the best A-list copywriters on the planet, Carlene Cole. How are you? I'm great, David. How you doing? Good. Very good. I was going to probably botch your name there a little, little bit, so I, I sort of skipped the hyphenation. Yeah, so I, I caught that. <laughs> so it's Carlini Anglade Cole. Anglade Cole. Okay, I would have got that right then. Yep, you would have gotten it. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and usually I screw up lots of names, so it's uh, you know nothing new, I guess. Well, you know, when you scroll up with a name like David Allen, I guess you have the luxury of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one I can do. So <laughs> Now, what we usually like to do is start off with sort of what I like to call your superhero origin story. So take us back to a point where you maybe weren't in, you know, copywriting, you weren't in direct response, you, you were, uh, you know, in maybe a normal job or you came out of school or, you know, and sort of give us the uh, the journey up to the present time. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, all right. Well, in the words of Steve Martin, um, I was born a poor ba- black child. <laughs> and is that back, is that back far enough for you? Should yeah, I go good, into the Israel stage? <laughs> Um, I actually sort of stumbled in, um, in this whole area as most people in my, in, uh, in my group tend to do, cause there's no such thing as a, it was no copywriting school and, or, or other really, um, other ways to get into this industry unless you sort of stumbled into it, you know, 20, 25 years ago. So I, um, had a, had a daughter who was three years old and then another one, oh, actually she was two and a half years old. And then I had another one who was a year old. My husband, um, was a firefighter and I was looking for a job that would give be a part-time job that would have flexible schedule to allow me to stay home with the kids um, and alternate the days that my husband was on shift work when the days that he would be home he would watch the kids and the days that he was at work I would watch the kids because when we when we got married and had children we decided you know we're raising our children so our goal was if it's not us then if it's not or very close family members then you know that's not gonna happen so so, you know, after, now we have we had four kids following that nice little pattern, and I'm very happy about that. But it involves some challenges trying to find work because most people weren't interested in my schedule or, or trying to be flexible with me. So um, I ended up one day looking through the paper and I found an ad uh, for a customer service job. And the thing that caught my eye was flexible schedule. And uh, so it turned out this customer service job was for this entrepreneurial company called Phillips Publishing. And and they were at the time an investment um, uh, mailer. Uh, that's what they did was all investment newsletters and direct mail. I had no idea what direct mail was. Um, I barely understood investment newsletters or the newsletter industry as a whole. So I applied for the job. It was close to home. It was only less than a half an hour away from my house. And again, flexible schedule. It was customer service. So it was answering phones and dealing with you know customer complaints. So I went to the company. It was a great company, a young, you know, small, young company. 
company, very entrepreneurial spirit. Spirit. They were willing to work with the schedule that I told them that I needed um, to, you know, to, to do that. I think I was getting paid maybe seven bucks an hour. Now I had, gra- I did graduate from college uh, with a degree and all that, but hey, you know, I need to make some money, and it wasn't working any other way. So I, um, I took the job, and I got, uh, I that's, that was my intro into the direct mail world because I started off answering phones. I started listening to customers, talking with them, uh, not realizing that that was probably the most important job I had um, in my entire direct mail career because I quickly understood that, you know, the customer has got to come first no matter what. And that's a lesson that that I still to this day as I'm writing a co- copy right now, I just ask myself, you know what, what, is, what does my customer want? You know, and that's the same, that's the mentality in writing that it, I needed to have in customer service. So I started working there. I was there six months, loved the company, got tired, got kind of bored with the job. And I was able to, to uh, get another job part-time flexible schedule in the accounting department. And so I got to learn about, you know, the numbers and how things run in a business, which by the way, also helped me tremendously when I decided to go off on my own. So all the little jobs that I seem to be picking up just because I need a flexible schedule to watch my kids somehow were working towards really helping me to, to be on my own and go off on my own and do my own thing. So I really, really appreciate that looking back. Of course, I had no idea that was the case then. Uh, so I worked in accounting for about a year and a half and then found out um, that the company was looking to uh, launch a health division. The beautiful thing about being the accounting department is you're going to know what's going on in the company before anybody else does because the money has to be there to do anything uh, or approval for the, for the money has to go through it accounting. So I heard about this this whole new group that was being started uh, called the Health Group. And I found that to be much more appealing than investment newsletters. And it was a startup. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And one of the jobs that I had at the time um, was every Friday, it was my job to stay as late as necessary uh, to be able to, to hand deliver what was called the green sheet. Now, the green sheet was every day you, you got the total amount of money that the company made. Um, and all the different divisions uh, and different products and everything else. And then I was um, supposed to, at the end of the week, literally walk around to the president of the company, who was Tom Phillips at the time. Uh, oh, yeah, Tom Phillips. And then the vice president, um, senior vice president was Bob King, who was going to now be in charge of the whole health division and other members of the company. So my job was to literally go to everyone's office, no matter how late it was on Friday. If we were there six o'clock, seven o'clock at night, it didn't matter. As long when the final numbers were tallied, I had to plug those numbers into the the report to create the green sheet to give to the powers that be. So they they were looking forward to seeing it. Well, I wanted this job. I wanted to get involved in this health group, and I'm trying to go the traditional route of turning out a, a resume for it, and I'm getting nowhere because my resume was pretty lame. I had no experience in direct mail, no experience in the health field. I had no experience in anything that they were looking for, but I just wanted to try it. You know, I wanted to get in there. And so I ended up using my feminine wiles. No, I, I used, <laughs> I used the green sheet uh, as my ticket in essence to be able to, uh, to get to, to Bob King uh, to, to get an interview. So every day, I, every week I would go there, I would, I would give Bob 
the green sheet. It'll be, it'll be same conversation. Hi, Bob. Here, hi, Carlene. Here you are, Bob. Thanks, Carlene. Bye, Bob. Bye, Carlene. That was it. Well, this particular time, I'm getting frustrated because people are, are starting to come into this group and they're putting it all together and I'm getting nowhere with an interview. So I wait and I make sure Bob is the last person who gets the green sheet that day. So I walk in this office and he he's so accustomed to me coming in that he wouldn't even look up sometimes. He's busy working the whole time. He'll just stick his hand out and I would just give it to him. Well, this time he did the same thing. He was writing. He stuck, stuck his hand out, but I just stood there and I'm holding the green sheet just so far enough away where he can't reach it. So he has to look up at me and he's like, well, hi, hi, Carlene. I'm like, hi, Bob. And he's like, uh, is that for me? I said, yep. And he's like, well, um, are you going to give it to me? I said, nope. <laughs> and he looks very strange. And he's like, I said, not until I get a, you know, an interview for the job in the, um, in the health group, they had an assistant, had a marketing assistant job. It was like the lowest level job there, whatever. I didn't care. I said, I want to interview for the job in the marketing group. I, this sounds really exciting to me and I really love to get into this. And at that moment he looked at me, I thought, oh, I just got myself fired. I just saw him, I just saw him like, oh man, I just got, I got fired, I thought. But to my surprise, he just looked at me and he looked down, pulled out his, um, his planner at the time and said, okay, how about, and he gave me a date for an interview. And I said, that works for me. And I handed him the green sheet and I said, have a nice weekend. And I walked out and I thought I was gonna pass out because my heart was palpitating. And I'm just like, oh my God, what did I just do, you know? But I got the interview and, uh, you know, for the job. And I will tell you, I have had lots of interviews in my career, but the interview for a marketing assistant job with Bob King was probably the most intensive interview I have ever had in my life. I mean, he asked so many questions. The interview lasted two and a half hours. I mean, this is a marketing assistant position. I'm not going after VP here, okay? Uh, <laughs> and he just asked all kinds of questions and and play, put scenarios in front of me as far as what I would do in this situation, what I would do. You know, I tried to use my humor to get me out of tight spots. He wouldn't let me get off. I had to answer the questions. And by the end of the interview, I really figured, you know what? I don't have this job. There's no way. So I don't care anymore. So I just got to let my attitude come through. And so after he finished and, you know, the interview and he said, okay, well, thanks so much. I'll let, I'll get back to you. And I'm like, wait, hold up. Wait a second. You have been grilling me for the past couple of hours. Okay, my turn. You know, what the heck are these questions for? I don't understand. <laughs> it was just the most random things he would ask. And I'm going, what does this have to do with anything that we, you know, dealing with this job? But in his profound way, and by the way, I think Bob King is a marketing genius. I, and I look at him as someone who definitely molded me in my thinking in the market direct mail area. So I have nothing but high praise for him. But at the time, I thought he was a little cuckoo. And on Monday morning, I got a call from the gentleman who was going to lead the group, uh, the group publisher. His name was Marshall Hamilton. I get a call from Marshall Hamilton and he, he's welcomed me to, to the group. And uh, so that was like, I was so shocked. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? You know, he says, I don't know what you said to Bob, but he sure liked your fire. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, great. That's nice. And so I get started in this health group and I'm like, okay, so I'm learning on this point as a marketing assistant, which I guess I got quickly, I got a promotion, I mean, a raise of maybe a couple extra bucks. So I was now considered the assistant marketing manager. Um, And so I just started learning about the list business. I mean, my job was to find, you know, help the uh, marketing manager create the mailing list that, you know, the creative was going to go to. So that's where I learned about you know, how your name is, is, is sold and rented 
all throughout, you know, and how you people go about trying to get the right names to, to mail things to. So I got into um, the business strictly on the analytical side, which is not my strength, but I ended up doing it for 12 years, um, learning about um, how mailing lists work, how to pick the right ones. I, I re- formed relationships with list brokers. And then I started, you know, hearing about and seeing these these people called copywriters. Actually, I should say these guys because they're all males um, uh, <laughs> that, you know, these copywriters were living all over the country and we are writing these big fat royalty checks to them and they're just turning in copy and then people are loving the copy and we're mailing the copy and the copy's making the company a bunch of money and they're getting paid and I was like what in the world is this deal about I need to get into that you know my my, my degree was in um, uh, broadcast journalism and communication so writing was definitely the, like, like I said I'm more I was always a writer uh, but ended up being more a marketer for so many years and so I had the pleasure of actually working in the group that our star copywriter on the health um, group was called um, Clayton Makepeace. And so I got to meet Clayton and I got to work with him and just form a relationship with him, a friendship with him for many years. And he is just the mo- another amazing person. Uh, and Clayton, so as I'm, I'm reading his copy and I'm trying to go, wow, how does he come up with this stuff and how did he do that you know and he always say hey any questions feel free to call me you know and it was just that kind of environment and when we're, we're I get to read the copy and I'm asking questions and he's there and you know so I'm definitely saying I can do this I just I don't know how but I think I can do this I remember calling Clayton uh, when I was contemplating it and I said you know I, I really think I want to do the uh, copywriting uh, and um, one, the, the one thing that gave me an incentive to go the copywriting route was one day um, we we, we needed what was called at the time a special renewal letter. Um, we had some subscribers to our newsletters and then we would always write a, a, a different letters to the subscribers, encouraging them to, to renew their subscription. Uh, and in, in exchange, they got certain gifts and then some, you know, certain free free reports or whatnot. Well, we had a meeting and, and it was like um, the group was saying, OK, we need to get a copywriter. We need a writer to. To, to write us a special renewal for a new a new premium a new special report and it was nobody available and so I just said well I, I'll try you know I'll try it and they're like oh. I mean they were so my, my my boss was so desperate he's like fine fine just do it you know we gotta get something out there we're we're kind of falling behind schedule so it, I had to write um, a special report a special um, a, a, pay, a sales letter for a special report that. Um, I called it the ABCs of vitamins and minerals. Now we're talking back, back we're talking like er, back in the early '90s when that that vitamins were still a very new thing to our market. And so I just wrote a story about my mom because because Clayton always used to tell me write you know write what you know write to people you know make it personal. So I'm supposed to write uh, a, a, a two page special renewal to get people to buy this this uh, product and I have no idea who I'm talking to. So I decided I'm going to talk to my mother because she's my market and let me write this letter to her and, and just, you know, share her frustrations and, and see if that works. And I wrote a two page sales letter to my mom, why she should buy this, uh, why she should go ahead and renew her subscription now and get this special report for free. Well, at the time, if we can get a two to 3% um, response on, on, uh, on special renewals, that was considered very good. I mean, we expected to get two or 3% on, on, on all these. Well, they mailed mine and they got a 5% response on it. So fast forward a couple years ahead and I decided I'm going to leave. And I, um, I called Clayton and I said, listen, I'm going to leave the company. I'm going to try the, try this and just wanted to talk with you about a little bit. And he so diplomatically said to me, uh, well, I can't encourage you to leave my number one client, but when you do leave, give me a call. 
<laughs> and so I'm like, okay. And so I said, I'm officially gone. I gave Clayton a call and, you know, he's like, all right. And so he was helping me get jobs, but the jobs were still on the list side. He had clients he was writing copy for, and they needed some help with the list rentals. So my first year hanging out my, my, my shingles as a copywriter, I was still doing consulting for list ma- marketing. I was still doing the same thing as I was doing before, <laughs> but it was paying the bills. So I can't complain. And I, I couldn't, uh, you know, I couldn't get, I couldn't break into the business, even though I had been in the business now for over 14 years. That's wild. Um, That's wild. Yeah, I know. So it's like, I'm starting from scratch because people I knew back then, I would call them up. And the first thing they would say to me is, where are your samples? You know, send me some samples. I'll be glad to look at it. Well, you know, I didn't have direct mail samples. I just had my one little special renewal that got a 5%, re- you know, uh, and I try to try to swing that as much as possible, but you know, not with the the big leagues, anyways. And next year, it was a 2000, no, no, 2019. 2019 will be 20 years that I've been on my own as a freelancer. Wow, that is excellent. <laughs> I mean, that's that was great. Every bit of that is really uh, informs you know the different ways that you uh, cultivated your experience to into uh, becoming where where you're at now. Now, in terms of, so you basically had Clayton that was serving as a, almost like a mentor to you. Oh, he was a mentor. Don't get me. He was absolutely. He is my mentor. I still go crying to him now. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and I and I mean not only that, I mean he's also a friend. He and his wife Wendy. I actually worked with Wendy. She was my marketing director when I was a senior marketing manager in the health group. And that the product where we had launched was called Health and Healing with Dr. Julian Whitaker. And that newsletter, Clayton wrote that he wrote the control for that. That newsletter just blew, blew open the whole alternative health market for us. Until that launch, we were kind of struggling with another newsletter called Cardiac Alert. It wasn't doing that well. We weren't sure. We tried it. We tried some other stuff, but health and healing came and Dr. Whitaker with his passion about um, alternative health and then uh, uh, Philip's willingness to, you know, go for it. Clayton coming in there, writing amazing copy, me and Wendy getting the right mailing list to the, it was a wonderful, you know, um, opportunity to be involved in 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 a great team. And so I got to work with Clayton for many years that way. I worked with Wendy and then he and Wendy ended up getting married. I, I've got a you know a great relationship with both of them love them dearly and they have and Clayton is still like I said he's still a mentor he has helped me in many ways just to fine-tune my skills in fact I just try to imitate him as much as possible so if I write something and I go this is this sounds like Clayton make peace you know I'm like yes <laughs> yes that's what, yeah. so I just take I just I just call myself Clayton make peace in drag <laughs> <laughs> that's good. that's funny. That's an interesting picture I have in my mind. <laughs> so let's let's jump into a little bit because some of the questions I get asked a lot from from listeners to the show and, and people I run into who are looking to get into copywriting is always uh, and I think everyone sort of has their own process with a lot of similarities, but the way people go about it, it seems to be uh, markedly different on, on different occasions. Uh, when you're starting with the research for something you're going to go out uh, and write it's a pack sales letter or whatever you're going to write. Where, where do you start when you, you know, uh, what is your process for sort of delving into the, get the knowledge you need to write this? Um, I, I think my, the, the way I normally start is with the phone call with the client. Um, the client's going to call me and tell me, Hey, Carlene, I got this new product, uh, or I got this old product, whatever it is. And, you know, I want you to write, I want you to work on this for me, you know? And so I initially go into my, what I call the, so what mode. Um, and I'm, is very skeptical. I can almost come on very negative, um, about it. 
because I just need to know why this thing is so good. This is before I don't want to do any research anymore. I need the client to talk with me and, you know, convince me that this is worth a month of my time. Um, and so I'm talking and they're saying, oh, I have this product and it does X, Y, Z. I'm like, okay, so what? There's all there's a bunch of stuff out there that does that. Oh, yeah, but no, not like this because this product contains this nutrient. Well, so what? What's so great about that? You know, well, the nutrient has scientific studies that show it can do X, Y, Z. Oh, and what does that mean for me? Well, that means that you're going to experience this and this and that or whatever. I'm like, really? Okay, when will I feel the results? Uh, you know, of course, we can't guarantee stuff, but people can difference within, you know, days to a few weeks. And so what am I going to feel? What am I going to notice? Oh, you're going to notice uh, you got, you know, new boobs and you got, you know, you know, <laughs> great looking hair and you all your wrinkles fell off your face and all this, you know, whatever it is, I'm listening and I'm asking the questions. I'm really at this point just being a consumer, you know, a very, very skeptical consumer, which I think is our market. And I'm going, so why do I, you know, again, why do I want to do this? So what is it doing for me? Why, what's so, you know, what's so great about it? I'm asking very, very skeptical questions. And honestly, if after that conversation, I don't get a good feeling that either the client knows what the heck he's talking about and, you know, what the product is going to do. You know, or if I feel like this is really legitimate stuff, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to go any further than that. I'm going to stop right there. Now, there be, there may be some times when the client could say, listen, we're just putting together the formulation and we don't have everything clear. That's different. You know, he may not have all the information clear, but he does have studies or any kind of research papers to show me that it's going to do a lot of great things. In that case, I'll take it and I'll read it and find out about it. But initially, the, the feeling is, is, is more of a, you know, why, why do I want to give you another month of my life? Um, and why do I want to help bring a crappy product to the marketplace? So I don't want to do that. And I don't want to give you a month of my life unless it's going to be worth it to me. So that's really every time I start a new project, I always have a kickoff conversation with the client to um, better understand what it is. So once we get past that point and everything sounds good, then the client will usually send me the start kit. And the start kit can be very different. And, you know, for, depending on the client, some of them give me tremendous amount of information. Some of them I, I got to keep asking for more. Um, some of them send me <laughs> binders of stuff. Uh, some send me just, you know, it just depends on what it is. But the start kit is going to hopefully give me the, the, the picture of the product, what it is, what it does, who it's going to work for, the, the studies that support the ingredients, um, you know, the price, the, any kind of, if it's been, mailed before, how it performs, if it's a new launch. I mean, just all of the details that I would need uh, to to really get into the product. And then I just spend time, um, just I start reading the start kit. I start reading stuff and I, I open up a, my, a file immediately and I and, uh, just start, I call it my dump file. Every time I'm reading something that's interesting um, in the data that they sent me, I'll either cut and paste it if it's electronically or just type it in there if it's, uh, if it's hard uh, paper. Um, if it's books that the client has sent me or uh, with a bio of the doctor, all the information that I, I'm getting, so I'm going through it. I'm just dumping stuff into my, my, my I call it my aha, you know, file. Where I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah, like oh, that's good. Oh, oh, that could ooh, that could be an idea for a headline. That could be an idea for some bullets. That could be a sidebar. That could be this. That could be that. You know, I'm just dumb. I'm not making any sense of anything right now. I'm just taking it. If I feel like I read something that I could go, oh, let me create some bullets off of this section. I'll just go in that file. And just just type them in, type them in. You know, and just anything that pops up as I'm as I'm doing my research, um, it just goes into my file. And most of the time, by the time I'm done with my research, I've probably got about anywhere 
anywhere from 20 to 40 pages in my dump file. And somewhere in that file is a package. (laughs) And I just got to chisel away at it and find it, you know, but somewhere in there, usually I, by the time I've done all my research, by the time I've done my reading, sometimes I need help. If a client is not giving me what I need and I'm feeling stressed for time, sometimes I'll get a researcher to help me. If it's a nutrient I'm not familiar with, I may tell the researcher, look, just give me a couple hours of your time. I need you just to give, give me as much information you can about this particular nutrient um, so I can understand it better. Um, sometimes my clients don't want me to use any outside sources. They only want me to use their sources. So it just depends on the client and the product. Um, and so I'm, you know, I, I, I'll spend a week or two just reading um, and trying to understand the product. I go for walks every morning. And as I, as I, um, as I'm walking in the morning, uh, I'm, I'm kind of talking through what, what, you know, kind of remember from the night before from reading or just kind of ideas I have. A lot of times I'll call some of my friends up, family members, I'm talking on the phone. I'm just kind of shooting things off of them, just saying, you know, I'm working on this new project and it's got, it does this thing. And what do you think about that? You know, I'm talking to people who are my market and just, you know, I'm just talking every morning. I'm just kind of talking out what I, what I kind of put in my brain the night before. And that's kind of my process. And, and by the time I've gotten my research done, I've got really, uh, um, a package in my dump file that I have to go back now and try to find it, you know? And so I just, then, then after, if I have any questions for the client, I'll shoot quite, I don't usually have another meeting with the client. I usually just send, send emails like, what does this mean? I need more of this. Or can I get this? Oh, I always ask for a sample of product. And if I can take it, I will. Um, so almost every month I'm taking some new supplement. <laughs> Except the sexual potency stuff. Yeah, I just I did a package in January on on uh, erectile dysfunction, so I uh, wasn't able to take the stuff. But anyway, um, that you know, so that's kind of it. And then after that, is just start getting into it. You know, any ideas that sort of sound good, I start trying to flesh them out, and maybe they'll lead me to a dead end. That's okay. I'll just turn around and go another direction, and and just keep massaging, massaging the copy, and I start pulling chunks of copy that I liked and, and kind of move it up to like a, either maybe a letter in the letter section or move it up and possibly a headline is in here and or you know just different things I'm doing um, as I'm kind of um, forming the the package one thing you always know your all your packages can all consist of the same element so you know you need a headline you know you need a lead you know you need sidebars you know you probably gonna need some bullets in there um, you know you need an order form you need a guarantee so all these things, maybe a pub pub note, possibly. So all the elements that I know I'm going to have, I start looking in my in my dump file and seeing what can pull out to become those things. And it just sort of morphs itself. I, I After this stage is really, I go with the flow. I go with what I'm excited about. If there's a point that I, I, I read about or I want to I kind of get more into, I may start writing about it. If there's a story that comes to mind, I might make it my lead or my intro to, you know, and, and somehow to get in there. And after this point, everything just changes. Every package is a little bit different as far as how it is. Sometimes I got the headline immediately and bam, I go with it. Sometimes the headline is the last thing I have. You know, it doesn't matter as long as I'm writing every day and getting going on it. So, you know, next thing you know, wow, there it is. (laughs) That kind of really speaks to what Eugene Schwartz said about assembling copy as opposed to people think you're just writing it like you would write a Mm -hmm. letter to you. Absolutely. Because I'm like, okay, like I need, today I got to work on I'm working on bullets today. Today I'm working on my sidebars. Today I'm working on my guarantee and my back end stuff. I'm working on my special reports, my premiums I'm giving away. So I'll look at my day like that to say, that's what I'm going to try to write unless some, a great idea pops in my brain for something else. And I'm definitely flexible, but I try to give myself to say, okay, you know, I, 
got to get this back end done. Like, like today, I work on a package, and the whole day, I've just worked on all the special um, reports I'm giving away, you know, telling a story with all of them to get people to want them. Uh, and so that was my whole day was writing, you know, the back end copy, you know, because it's very important you know, to get that stuff done. And so like tomorrow I'm going to work on my sidebars because I'm, I'm getting, I'm at the point now with this package, I'm, I'm into the last week of writing with it. So I got to get my sidebars finished up. I got my clothes done. I got, I'll get all the little guarantees, all the back end stuff finished off. So then I can just start going back and, 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 uh, reading the whole package and seeing if it makes sense to me and all if all of the offers the timing of everything kind of works so that's that's what happens towards the last week of a project for me so that's what i'm doing this week that's awesome you've really given us a lot to think about and very generous with your time to help other people who are are just diving in or or in the early stages of their own careers because you've seen and done (laughs) most everything in this so far i really want to thank you for coming on the show it's been a real pleasure uh, well thanks for reaching out to me i'm glad we talked this was fun i had a good time and just you know if you if you want to be a copywriter be a copywriter just do it you know get going get it you're you know i look at the stuff that i wrote 20 years ago and i'm i cringe going i cannot believe somebody paid me you know to write this this is so horrible <laughs> so there you go everybody that. thinks that everybody thinks yeah that. exactly and it's true and you want to think that way because it shows you're growing you're progressing which you should be doing you know that's normal and so you know, for a copywriter starting off, remember, it can be intimidating because you're thinking, oh, man, I have to go and I have to beat these controls by these these copywriters who've been doing it for years. And that is not the case. You don't have to be the best copywriter um, to, to, to be successful in this business. You just have to be better than the control that you're trying to beat. So what you want to do is you go out there, you look at crappy copy that is that people are mailing, and then you go to the, the, the business owner or the, uh, the man, the manager, whoever's got the, the, the say-so to hire you, and you tell them you can beat that package, and all you that package on a scale of one to ten is a five, all you have to do is be a six, and you're a, and you're a star. You've just made, you've just beaten the control. So it's not a matter. Don't look at all these these big old you know pieces you get in the mail that you know written by copywriters who've been doing it for a long time. Get paid a lot of money doing it. Don't get intimidated by that. Look at the smaller stuff. You know, locally, look and see what who are your businesses that you can you can write for and get experience so that you can get better. And when you you know, and, and your confidence will grow when you're when you're successful. Uh, so just go after those and then grow accordingly. Um, and when, you know, you'll find that you'll blink when like all of a sudden, oh, oh my goodness, I'm writing, you know, longer copy. I'm writing for bigger clients, you know, but it, it, it involves, you know, you gotta, you gotta learn the skills that, that are involved to be able to write to those, those kind of clients. Right. So if people want to get a hold of you and they want to get your, uh, your tips newsletter and stuff, you mentioned a website earlier. Is that the best place to get a hold of you? Yep. You can sign up right on my website. Like I said, it's a free, easy, it's called Copy Star. I send it out when I feel like it. So don't pressure me if you didn't get one every week. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's free. Okay. It's free. Um, So uh, my website's got a bunch of stuff in there. You can take a look at it. Um, Back in 2015, I was named um, the AWAI Copywriter of the Year. So if you want to see my acceptance speech, it's on my website. Um, let's see my kids. My two copywriter daughters are on the website. You know, So, I mean, it's just a fun site. My, my Dr. Oz experience is on my website. Uh, and so are samples of things that I've written. Um, it just It's meant to really help writers who are getting started to, to see 
some certain things to learn some of the basics. And again, that stuff is free. Now, I have some things you can buy on the website, but I say go for the free stuff first, you know? And then if you find you want more, then you can buy more. But right now, if you just subscribe to the newsletter, you'll you'll get um, a lot of really good advice that is easy to read, easy to follow and do. And uh, who knows? It might help you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's great. I, again, I want to thank you for coming on the show. It's, uh, it's been a real pleasure, and you've really given us a lot to think about. Oh, well, thanks, David. I appreciate it. For everybody else, uh, we'll be back again next week with another episode, and hopefully uh, they'll have a lot to say, just like Carlene, because that was amazing. So we'll talk to everybody then. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.